Hello and welcome to The Cast of Us, a podcast dedicated to The Last of Us on HBO and brought to you by the Fan Critical Podcast Network. So, obviously, there has been a change up this week with HBO releasing the episode nice and early to avoid the Super Bowl, something that we know loads about. Mm. Uh, That meant that there was no hot take, as myself and little Gareth were busy, but thank you for joining us for this full review, deep dive, and spoiler cast on episode five. We've, of course, click a corner at the end, and uh, boy howdy, what a brutal, brutal episode it was uh, now uh, Mm. to trudge through the wreckage after such an episode. I am joined by my clan of survivors. First up, he is the most wanted man in the podcasting world. <laughs> Much maligned for his harsh critiques and colourful language. It's John. Yep. Hello there. Um, that's all right. I'll take that. Most mm. wanted man. Yeah. Or woman. Yeah. It, Person. Woman, yeah. And a close yeah. second. <laughs> a close second. And joining him is a man that has been sheltered from the harsh realities of the world. Mm. Playing with his crayons and drawing pictures, it's Gareth. I'll take that as well. Creative. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, don't draw on that. Yep. You've been told already, haven't you? Well, everyone else is doing it, so... Yeah, that's food. Don't draw on the food. It's a rocket ship. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. I'm doing. Oh, I'm sure okay. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Len's here as well, isn't he? Yeah, we give you a little intro. Yeah, yeah, I'm Len. Um, most capable... Out of the three of us, as we've already discussed. The, Mel- the Melanie Linsky of the, the podcasting world. <laughs> you small mouth. I think Oh, I think that's such a harsh <laughs> after seeing some backlash online to Who's that character. harsh on? Who's that harsh on? Yeah. It's harsh, harsh on, me. on her. Yeah. <laughs> um Right. So obviously, no hot take, like I said. Let's jump in to our thoughts on episode five of The Last of Us, titled endure and survive okay what did we think how many bloobs and as is tradition with these deep dives even though me and gareth hasn't given any of our thoughts we're going to start with john good um well obviously because there's no hot take i don't know what i'm supposed to say so i'm just gonna have to guess yeah. right yeah uh, guess, let's mm. let's start with the negatives here we go um and i think i have to because that's unusual. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think most people are going to absolutely love this episode. That's a negative, is it? Um, in fact, fuck it. I'll start with the positives. <laughs> uh, it's a five bloob episode. I'm going to. I'm going I'm to give it. I'm going to give it five bloobs. Um, but and here comes the negative part. I think we need to start upping our game here in terms of our expectations of this show because there are parts okay. of this episode that I think that were particularly badly written and I, mm. I I can't I can't get over how some of it feels like it's a like a, a proper a very well written drama show and yet mm-hmm. I have to sit there and accept this diabolical scenario at the end where we've got a hundred or 200 soldiers or whatever it is, like just smashing down the street in this big, like it's an army going after just a a kid 
just because Melanie's pissed off. And I know that's not Kathleen. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, I find that more unbelievable than the bloater. Like, it, it makes no right. sense for people to be so reckless in their choices of what they're doing, particularly this group that have overthrown Fedra like 10 days ago or whatever mm. it was. Like, why would you be happy to mm. go, do you know what? We're going to go on this mental crusade just to catch this one guy and his deaf little brother. Like, no, silly, really mm. silly. Um, So, yeah, so part of me was really like, oh, God, is this... Can I give this five bloobs because of that? But I will do, um, just because I think that the performance is that 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 doesn't involve Melanie Linsky, uh, the guy with a beard that is only in it because he's Perry. a voiceover for the game. Perry, um, yeah, whatever, you know, all that stuff, rubbish. You know, the oh my god, the the interrogation of those people as well like fuck me i've seen people say soccer mum and it's like yeah actually but it's just stupid isn't it so stupid um i'm not i'm not even having a go at her now because uh, like whoever uh, they would have cast like even if it was a male lead that dialogue and and the, the the performance of it rubbish rubbish um (laughs) <laughs> it would they would have been better off being faceless to be honest. I'm not having a go at her, but the performance rubbish. Yeah. No, but but it's it's what she's been given, right? It's not like I'm going. Oh, mm-hmm. I wasn't happy with the delivery of that fantastic dialogue. It was just a silly scenario, and you and you can't. It can't be so throwaway with the. All right, well, you know, just burn the bodies because what the fuck? <laughs> Honestly. So this is your review of a five bloob episode. No, but it? but this is what I'm saying though. That this is why I'm like that's why I led with it's a five bloob episode because the the yeah. stronger parts of it overthrow this silliness. It's probably why yeah episode three is so good it, it, because it concentrates on just those two people, and I know some people hate that because it doesn't move the story along. But but I quite like that the capturing of humanity in time over the twenty year period or whatever it is in in a uh, in an apocalypse essentially. But um, but yeah, look, we'll 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 talk more obviously about the uh, the good bits of of the show um, uh, and Henry and Sam. So yeah, but I really I do want a caveat because I feel like I would be letting this episode get away with murder if I was just like, yeah, it was brilliant and there was nothing wrong with it. No. Like, the the, the issues the, the episode yeah. four had, they didn't just disappear. They reared their ugly head again. And part of me was just like, go away. Can you just go away, please? So, yeah. So, a brilliant episode. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant episode, but I've just ranted for a good... <laughs> what my timer says six minutes yeah but this is going to be an hour podcast where it's going to be extremely positive and it will be yeah so yeah it will be imagine i'm the uh, do you know what just imagine i'm the melanie linsky of this podcast so once i stop talking <laughs> you know it's what? going to be a banger you said honestly. i was that you said i was that but then no i know but I i've changed you, it now no because people are listening to this going shut up go away what poor performance <laughs> and he's small mouth you know so yeah yeah, yeah. 
But no, um, Melanie Linsky, right, well, I, I had a go at her last week. I don't necessarily think it's her that's the issue. I think that character is just terribly written. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I do agree with you that, that they are my least favourite scenes with her in it of the season. You know, and that's just the way it is. Um, now, yesterday, I was feeling extremely delicate um, because me and Gareth had a heavy day of drinking. And you know when you're hungover and you're just a bit, like, susceptible to um, just breaking down. Emotions. Emotions. Mm. Um, I was an absolute mess watching this episode yesterday. Mm. Uh, blubbering me in tears, all over you? the couch. Well, I didn't call you in tears. I called you after I'd cried. So don't worry about it. Um, it was, it was honestly, it's a five blue episode. It's just fucking harrowing and, and disgustingly brutal. And I had genuine concerns that the biggest issue this show was going to have when I heard that pretty much the whole of the first season's adapting the first game was making you care about the characters Mm. because some of the characters and this is it has played out this way you're only with them in the show for like a screen time of like 40 minutes or 50 minutes yeah um and you know this show is littered with major character deaths there you know every episode's had one so maybe not episode four actually but all the others have Mm. and you sort of um you watch it and it's just an incredible achievement what they've done to make you feel connected and engaged uh, and care for these characters and then they take them away from you. Brian died in episode four. Oh yeah. Oh you're right, Gareth. Yes, there yep. is a R. major R. character death mm. in each episode. Um the Sam and Henry ending is one of the most iconic moments from the game. Um and I remember playing it for the first time and it just ripped my heart out because <laughs> that's when you sit there and just go, "This okay, right, this is, this is a lot. And it's one of those games where although you just want to play on and keep playing, um, mainly for the story beats, you get to like th- those sorts of story beats and then a new season starts in the game. You don't, you don't get this aftermath situation. And you have to just put the controller down, take a minute to process <laughs> everything that's just happened. And I kind of feel like that with the show. I kind of feel like it's just it's just a heavy, heavy show, isn't it? It's just a lot to process. And even though I knew that moment was coming, it still was very, very effective. Um, I thought Bella Ramsey and Kevon, their relationship um, in this episode was just glorious, beautiful, such a refreshing um glimpse <laughs> that we get before it's snatched away from us um and i think bella's really coming to her own as ellie um in this episode and uh the set piece is amazing it's hands down a five bloob i'm traumatized by it which means it has done its job i think um and that's you know for me that's four or five bloob episodes out of five now um this show is I know we're hyped about it and we're podcasting about it, but the the, the level in which this show is delivering uh, week in, week out is actually astounding. Like, really. Um, so I'm just, I'm just very, very happy that it's 
a video game adaptation has turned out this well. Mm. And now, on to little Gareth. What are you thinking, mate? What are you thinking over there in that little melon of yours? Quick disclaimer and apologies. Um, <laughs> the Super Bowl has, has messed up our schedule, which has meant I've had to record in another room where mm. you might you might be able to pick up on the occasional um, babble from um, me. <laughs> from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shut <yeah>. up, John. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if that... Uh, if 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 my daughter decides to share her views on the episode um, as well, then you know take them on board. They make a lot more sense than any of ours. You shouldn't be letting her watch this. Um, genuinely, <laughs> yeah, no, just this episode. This is the <laughs> one I kept her away from. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, to be honest, um, I'm probably just going to kind of synthesize what both of you have said because I I had. I wouldn't say the exact same concerns um, as John, but there were a couple of things that sort of annoyed me. Um, but the things that annoyed me at, at like a five blue level, you know, like this episode was fantastic. Again, the the show's ability, like you like you said, Len, the the show's ability to introduce characters to you and then rip them away to devastating effect like just an hour later is unreal mm. um i don't know how they're doing it how they're making us care quite so much um <laughs> good writing and good acting i guess and that is why uh that is why i was devastated to see kathleen go mm. um <laughs> yeah i was hoping uh, I think- joel would turn around after going to henry like you can come with us to Wyoming if you want and kathleen do you want to come to Wyoming as well? Or <laughs> Yeah. We've got three seats in the back of this, <laughs> this utility vehicle. It's one awkward car um, journey. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um I think I think the thing that annoyed me towards the end was um just the convenient timing of it all. Like when Kathleen's got her gun out and she's like, I am going to shoot you now. Mm. Once I've told you why, and then like, oh, she was just about to pull the trigger, and then the car, the truck fell into the ground, and all the all the monsters came mm. out, and then she, in the melee, while there's all this going on, she decides to sort of take the time to go and stand and point the gun slowly and say, "I'm gonna shoot you again this time for real," <laughs> just as a little. A little gym, a little gymnast zombie comes yeah. and, and gets her. Yeah, um, terrifying. Fuck yeah, me. they were terrifying. But um, you know, it's th- those like little contrivances were that I think I get what you're saying, John. Like you just sort of expect better than yeah. that with this show uh, because because everything else is at such a phenomenal level, and the rest of the episode was at a phenomenal level. Um, it was. I think Henry and Sam are like such a such a likable duo um and their ending oh my god it is that is devastating I think I think that has more impact I think even than um than than Joel losing her daughter his daughter at the start like it's Oh man, the like what what Henry had to do in that moment and 
his reaction to it. Oh, it's, it's his reaction stunning. is so it's good so, that it, yeah. it's so heartbreaking that it, it just that's what set me off. Like it's just like, what did I do? What did I do? Oh my god! Just thinking about it makes me almost well up a bit. Jesus, <laughs> I'll stop thinking about it. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, again, uh, it was a great story. Um, generally speaking, incredibly well told. Um, and yeah, I love it. Another five bloob episode. Lovely stuff. Well, of course, um, that's a fantastic score from all of us. There, we, there are some nitpicks which we'll get into. Uh, we're going to do a scene by scene breakdown. Uh, we're also going to have click a corner with all the video game Easter eggs, and there's loads, so that'll be really fun. Uh, but before we head <laughs> into a quick ad break, um, you know, so many of you have been in touch to let us know uh, your thoughts. And if you want to feature in a feedback section, all you have to do is email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. The link is in the show notes. Just click it, write a little email, send it on in. And a big thank you to everyone who has reviewed the pod. But we do implore you, if you are enjoying these podcasts and listening to these podcasts, please do leave us a review. Takes like, you know, two minutes. It doesn't have to be five star Please be five star if you if you really uh, enjoying it. Um, you don't even have to like it, yeah. honestly. Like, like engagement honestly. Uh, either way is better than no engagement. I did notice that you know someone has given us a one star review on uh, on iTunes in the ah, US. So we, but excellent. We don't know who it is. They've obviously not commented. <laughs> Coward. Yeah. Um, Most wanted man on the you, internet. Oh, email in. Email in your name. Yeah, your social media handles, yeah, no address if you want. I mean, if they're why? listening again. They're I'm listening just... again, then that's interesting. Well, you know. <laughs> um, I reckon we offended someone, which is very possible and well, happens fuck quite often. Right. Yeah, agreed. Fuck them. Um, and finally, if you want to, uh, you know, be offended more, you can join our Patreon <laughs> and support us with some delicious monies. Um, go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical and get access to loads of bonus content and join our fantastic community of patrons thank you to all of our patrons your support means the world to us and lets us do this because uh, we wouldn't be able to do it without you basically uh, that's patreon.com forward slash fan critical now a quick musical interlude some adverts and we'll be back with a scene by scene breakdown of episode five titled endure and survive Okay, we begin this episode with the Revolutionary Army destroying Fedra, brutally murdering soldiers and collaborators. Kathleen tries to find Henry's whereabouts and successfully gets a lead from the rats uh, before instructing Perry to execute them all and to burn the bodies because it's easier, yeah? (laughs) It's a bit of a violent opening, isn't it? Uh, They aren't just killing these Fedra soldiers, they are torturing them and brutally murdering them. Uh, you know, we even see one soldier with like, I don't know, a hundred knives in his chest. I guess that's a nod to Julius Caesar and they're all guilty or whatever. Um, well, that, that was like 27 though, wasn't it? Yes. 
Yes, Gareth. I mean, I, I don't remember how many people were in the Senate, but maybe it was 27. I think it was a few um, that were off, were off work that day. Yeah. Working yeah. from home. Not feeling too good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to kick yeah, off. We're all involved in this. What do you mean? I was at home for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I've put here, and this is, we're going to start off the bat, obviously, with what John perceived as negative, what I perceive it as as weak um but is kathleen and um i actually thought her interrogation scene here john was better than last week's so with the doctor what? personally right. i did i did i did i still don't think it's that good but i think it was better well, say than the that doctor. then you know have some bollocks <laughs> for fuck's sake like uh, honestly I'm, I mean, I'm being honest that's a very british phrase i've, I've used there so uh, it's just you know grow a pair just be honest about it because I know after we we stop recording you're going to be like yeah that was rubbish wasn't it but I was too scared <laughs> to be honest no. be honest I'm telling you it's rubbish it's not a slight but on it's her it's better than last week's alright but it's still rubbish isn't it officially if we were quoting yeah. you don't quote me ever <laughs> listeners dear listeners do never quote me Alex Leonard on The Last of Us rubbish mm. there's evidence no <laughs> yeah um Nah, look, I actually think the scenes of, of, of Fedra being uh, brutally executed and stuff, that is actually very effective. And I think mm. we need to see how yeah, they good. are overthrown because it's 20 years of, you know, um, you know their tyrannical rule, I guess you could say. Mm. And when this happens, see, in the game, you sort of approach this situation and it's already happened and you don't... Uh, there's just little nods to it on, like, the wall. Like, there's some... Fedra soldiers hanging, you know, and um, mm. some graffiti here and there that alludes to what's happened. So I guess seeing it is actually quite visceral and we need to know how this group came to power. Yeah. The big issue I have is I don't fully believe that Kathleen is their leader. No. And, and that, even though I think they try pretty hard in this episode to tell you why she's the leader and tell you why she's hellbent on revenge... For me, it's just a bit weak compared to the excellent standards that the show has been setting. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's my two cents on it. Well, I, I mean, think that know, sums my, it up. My feelings. Yeah. Well, if that's everyone's feelings, we'll move on. <laughs> well, I mean, what what else do you want me to do? Like, if I start going on no, a rant no, no, again no, about no. how no rubbish I think that is, I, I will say like the uh, the bits outside. I mean, that is like yeah. visceral, man. Like. There's a, the guy's getting a beating on the floor. I think he's being garroted and then shot in the head. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, That might yeah. have been two different scenes. It is. Um, no, no, it's it's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked but up. It's like, sure. do you know what? I'm going to kill him dead. Like, it's real, like, extra. <laughs> like, I've, he's, he is double dead now. Um, yeah, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying the show's been hiding from violence, but I do think that they are showing it sparingly mm. compared to the game. In the game, you know, you're a fucking executioner. You know, the, the, it's a video the, the game, death though, count isn't it? Like, if you went like yeah, of course, four hours of without course. any violence, you'd be like, "What sort of game is this?" Yeah, uh, Kirby's Dreamland. <laughs> no, no, he's, no, he's eat everyone. He's <laughs> swallowing everything. <laughs> yeah, he's stealing he their just, powers. If anything, he he becomes one with whatever he swallows. It's quite nice in a way. You know what I mean? He, he takes oh, definitely quote lead but, um, on that. Wow, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Last of Us. It's like Kirby's Dreamland. Yeah. Um, no, I'm yeah. thinking more that line where you said 
he becomes one with everyone he swallows. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say if HBO do uh, Kirby's Dreamland, that's never getting yeah. past any censors. Jesus. No, no. Mm. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Henry and Sam avoid the militia and find shelter with Dr. Edelstein, uh, who we saw last week. In an Anne Frank-style attic, they hide out. Henry gives Sam lots of crayons and paint to help him not be scared. Yeah, hasn't got a game, boy. Um, That'll do it. Yeah, No Kirby's dreamland for him. I'll tell you what's funny. In The Last of Us Part 2, and this isn't a spoiler, um, you come across um, when you're you're, sneaking around and you're trying to take down this group. At one point, you um, you sneak up on someone who's playing a PlayStation Vita. Oh yeah, and yeah, and they're playing. I can't remember what game it is, like Burnout or something. I can't remember the game. Is it Sun? I can't remember. And um, <laughs> it's just a funny little thing. So when you mentioned mm-hmm. Game Boy, it just reminded me of that. Um, let's talk about the fact they decided to make the character of Sam deaf in the show. Um, I thought personally. It was so much more interesting than the game. And it adds a whole different dynamic to Henry and Sam's relationship. Um, and but there were some quite like moving, quieter moments, definitely at the end of the episode, which I felt were way more effective, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I wonder why they went down that route. Well, I did listen to the official Last of Us podcast and oh, they yeah. did allude to the fact that um, Sam and Henry in the game are a reflection of Joel and Ellie. And Ellie is obviously extremely talkative. Um, and Sam in the game also has a, has a fair bit of dialogue. And they were worried that it would seem too similar and right. too identical. And it would be like just dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. Whereas they thought they needed to sort of slow it down show the reflection of the characters but not have them basically you know exactly the same and this <laughs> allowed those quieter moments to shine through yeah so it makes sense like when when they said it and i think uh, neil Druckmann even said like fuck that's a really good change <laughs> like the guy who made the game so um I, I, you know i think it worked i think the guy they found the kid they found kevon Woodward found apparently this <laughs> but they did they put a Twitter call out John they, they did put a Twitter oh, no, call I know, out I know yeah and he he's, he's barely acted this kid he was his performance was just I thought it was brilliant mm. I thought it was absolutely brilliant he plays this sort of scared semi-capable kid who's been sheltered by his bigger brother I, I loved it did you guys like his performance yeah I mean yeah, brilliant right can't say much more um, yeah well, we're going to have to for the podcast. And that's it this week. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it added some extra dynamics that were really effective. Like, you know, yeah. when when Henry hears gunfire that like happens to be Joel, um, just yeah. as they're about to leave the house, and um, just that that look from Sam, it like. Because they're about to leave, Henry's like, "Yep, sounds all. It's it's all good. I think we can we can leave." And then sounds suddenly, good, yeah. Henry Henry's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Shit himself. Yeah, and Sam doesn't know. He can only he can only read what's happening by seeing Sam's reaction to stuff. And he just he looked so scared in that 
like second, like, whoa, what's happening? What's going on? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, tough, well, adds, tough world adds to that. Um, yeah, it is a tough world. Yeah, um, it, it adds to that <laughs> uh, <laughs> that vulnerability, right? Like he really does rely yeah. on his bigger brother because that's his only kind of <clears throat> vessel of communication, aside from obviously his, his notepad. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, very believable relationship those two. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they hung out for a bit beforehand. Because it, it was very good. Well, it was very good. Uh, when it's clear that Edelstein, Dr. Edelstein, who we see die in the previous week's episode, because it was technically in the future, mm. is not coming back. Um, Henry and Sam see, like uh, Gareth just mentioned, Joel killing soldiers. And that gives Henry the idea to use Joel to help them to escape. Um, they follow them to where they're sleeping and hold them at gunpoint, which is where we left last week. Now, I'm glad... We got to this point quickly. There was a little bit of concern in me that when we were like at the, you know, 11 days earlier, I was a bit worried that the whole episode, you know, this is something The Walking Dead would have done and I am and I will shit all over it. It would have taken the whole episode <laughs> to get to that point where they're <laughs> held at gunpoint. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it genuinely would have. And they would have been like, oh, this is such an arty decision to show the other side, the person on the other side of the gun. And it's taken mm. us an hour to get there. And it would have been so dull. You would have given it five blueberries yeah. at the time, though. 100%. Amazing. Yeah, yeah amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. I did put here that just before they leave the flat, uh, or the attic, sorry, the Anne Frank attic, <laughs> I did think, I think it's officially that called Sam... That, yeah. yeah, it's definitely called that. Yeah. Um, when he... When Sam uh, signs to Henry, like, did did they kill him to, about Doctor Edelstein? And then he he just he just hugs Henry. I was like, that's just crazy good. And he said, yeah, like, probably. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. He, he said, said yeah, yeah probably, probably, and then yeah. he hugs him. Although he actually signed, yes, and that's it. I was yeah, John. I was going to ask John knows you. Signed, could, so yeah. could you um, pick up on any? Yeah, yeah. There, there there are some differences in US. Uh, BSL and ASL, mm, British yeah. Iron Language and That's, American that, Sign Language. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so so I guess in <clears throat> it's the nuance of how you would sign that. I mean, he doesn't. He, <laughs> it's not just a just because someone signs it. Like, but but that's the interesting thing in this performance. Obviously, the the little kid he is actually deaf. Um, I I don't know. Sometimes you can tell if someone's learned sign language like the week before or they've learned it just yep. for that specific thing. He looked like someone that was genuinely quite good at signing. Oh, that's really good. To, that's really interesting because he did just learn it apparently like a week before, yeah. which is what actually happened. Um, but apparently he was really passionate about it. And, you know, I, I have no idea. You know, it doesn't even cross my mind, which is bad, that someone could look at that and say, well, he's just... He's just bumbling his way through it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's really nice to know that yeah. he actually looked believable mm. doing it. Yeah, mm. that's good. Good, good. That's good info, John. Thank you. No problem. Um, <laughs> what happened next? It's not all about our lives. <laughs> what happened next? Yeah. No, it's definitely not. Uh, Henry convinces Joel to reluctantly help them and work together to escape via the tunnel system, which Henry informs them has all the infected in there. Uh, and then Sam and Ellie have some lovely giggles together. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it's 
the pun the pun <laughs> book coming out again so yeah lovely um it's interesting the dynamic here is sam is eight and ellie is 14 whereas mm. in the game they're the same age mm. so they've aged sam down which i think works well um i've also put it's funny here that henry is non-violent uh, in the game he's very capable um which you know this change to make him a bit of a pacifist of sorts is a bit of a juxtaposition to someone like Joel. You know what I mean? It's that mirroring of their sort of father parental relationship, but one extremely violent does what needs to be done. The other does what needs to be done, but is not very violent. So um, I thought it was interesting. So I just think it's one, an interesting one change. One noisy, one quiet, one violent, one non-violent. <laughs> you got it you got it when you boil it down like that gareth it does sound very basic but uh (laughs) no but then they went right let's prop let's carefully craft this out and write it for you know two to three years whereas with the other one they actually lost the paperwork so they were like oh we literally just says be a terrible villain (laughs) well i mean (laughs) we're shooting in two hours honestly just do that honestly it'll be fine just do that kathleen are we shooting? Are we shooting in two hours, or are we holding the camera up and saying, "I'm about to shoot," and then not doing it? <laughs> uh, um, I thought the, the dynamic between the kids, and this was a concern, because um, when when they made Sam's character deaf, I was genuinely concerned because I, I didn't know how it would work. I didn't know how that bond between ellie and sam would come through in the game there's like lots of banter between them and they're talking about growing up in the apocalypse and obviously you can't just do that when they're like walking through the tunnels and stuff Mm. you know what i mean you actually have to stop and write it on this etch sketch which is a fantastic uh plot device um and pays off tragically at the end of the episode Mm. um but you know i was worried i was like sitting there going i just don't know how they're gonna do it but bella was fucking incredible like the way she becomes like a parental figure to Sam, well, I, I thought it was just beautiful, and uh, it, you get little elements of it here, um, but it mainly we'll, we'll get onto the classroom scenes in a bit. But that's where it really uh, begins to shine. Mm-hmm. Um, the four of them proceed down the tunnels um, uh, where there are in fact no infected. Um, I know, but stop shouting about it. Yeah. There's no infected down here. Can you just... Honestly, this is what I'm talking about last week with the car radio stuff. Can people just relax a little bit? Quiet. Silent. Ninja mode. Yes. Yeah. Um, There is no infected, uh, as uh, Henry keeps saying. See, I told you my plan will work. Um, Awful. But there is... (laughs) Very good. Uh, there is a classroom, though, and remnants of an old group of survivors. Ellie and Sam read Savage Starlight, kick a soccer ball, and just be kids for a little Football. while. You can tell. Um, you can tell that Bella Ramsey can actually kick a football because English, isn't she? You you, mm. you know when you see people on screen Dingle trying to play football. Dingaland, Dingaland. Just even the way they yeah. they approach the ball is is wrong, but. She knows yeah. what she's doing. And not mm. Megs him. Yeah. Quality finish. Absolutely yeah. Megs him. Elbow. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. A nutmeg for any American listeners is uh, when you kick the soccer ball the between football. someone's legs. <laughs> but we, well, yes, we say football, you say soccer ball, whatever. Mm. Um, this is one of my favourite sections of the game, actually, um, which originally is the sewer system of Pittsburgh <laughs> and now is the Kansas City Tunnels. Um, Go Kansas City Tunnels. Woo! <laughs> we'll get on to Kansas, oh, well, Kansas City sure Chiefs in a bit. Brand new information for them. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, uh. You get this little mini story in the game, which I'm going to talk way, way more about in Click Corner, but there is a nod to it here with the drawing of Danny and Ish on the wall. Um, but that's juicy, juicy Click Corner uh, material, so do stick around for that. Um, Sarah was a soccer player, so... I think seeing Ellie playing soccer must hit Joel pretty hard. Mm. What do you reckon? Yeah, probably, I guess. You know, well, you just then... can't, can't tell with him, can you? you can never, he should have said something, tell. shouldn't he? He should have said, oh, this is this is hitting hard because my, my daughter was a <laughs> soccer player. She used to kick a yeah. ball. Like well, he that, looks at his it? watch. He actually looks at his watch mm. when they're like kicking a ball about, which is a little, obviously... Tick that he's done several oh, times this tick. season. Because it's a watch. Oh, yeah, see what I did there? See what I did there? Accidental. Yeah. No, wind it Accidental, in. Accidental, yeah. Wind it in. Well, good one. Yeah, here he is. Right. Can we get can we get on with the rest of this pod? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. his face. I don't have one. Don't have one. So I'm just going <laughs> to no, crack on. Why would yeah? you keep looking at your watch if it doesn't work? That's what I always say. It's because he's, he's, yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's not. It's got nothing to do with his daughter, all right? Yes, it has. He's going, I wonder what the... T- oh, it's fucking hell, it's still broken, isn't it? Twenty <laughs> <laughs> years of this. Fuck's like, sake. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, the watch, obviously, for anyone who doesn't remember, is something that Sarah did give him on Outbreak Day and the day that, you know, Happy she Happy Outbreak Day. So... What? What's the... <laughs> <laughs> um, Henry explains what he did to Kathleen, revealing that he sold out her brother, who seems to be some sort of Jesus-type figure for the Revolutionary Army. Mm. Um, he did it, it is, so that he could get leukemia medicine for Sam. It's very vague, isn't it? Uh, like, he was a great man. And then everybody says it. <laughs> like, Perry's like, oh, yeah, he was great. He was so great. Like, what did he do? What was he doing? He does sound like the second coming, doesn't yeah. he? Well, yeah. Like, uh, genuinely, they're all like, I would have followed him to the ends of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh, um, but you need some medicine. Oh, yeah, he's over there. He's over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe he was a firefly. Because the way they describe him is kind of the way that the fireflies kind of operate. So I'll be interested to see. Well, I don't think anything will ever come of it now, but just a little bit of theory crafting there that he might have been a firefly. Yeah, um, do, you, do you not think we'll ever think find might, out about might this, stronger. this mythical no. man? Or that it would just be No, I it. think it's just... I think that's it. I think it's just one of those things that will wash by us now. I think we're going to leave Kansas City behind and all that we'll take with us is the tragic loss of those characters. Mm. And it will definitely, you know... We'll talk about how it will affect the characters, but you know this; these events uh, will, let's just say, 
pretty much shape who these characters become uh, by the end of the season. Spoiler. Uh, so, not really. They're just depressed individuals. Uh, as, our, <laughs> as our team <laughs> makes it out of the tunnels, uh, they're pinned down by a sniper. Um, Joel successfully flanks him and sees an old man. He asks him to please not and then reluctantly kills him. A little less camp than that. Um, tragic, isn't it? I mean, what is this old guy thinking, honestly? Yeah. Poor fella. Yeah. Genuinely. Terrible shot as well. Fucking hell. Oh, his eyes probably don't fucking work or something. Know, like, don't he be a looks fucking about 76. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's send our best man <laughs> to be the yeah. sniper. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to um, take this uh, this sniper rifle, if that's all right. Uh, take the grenade launcher. You no. like that, didn't you? The grenade launcher, yeah? Because <laughs> you've said you're going to take the sniper rifle, but you, you've actually yeah. picked up a shoe. So I'm not convinced <laughs> you're the right man for the job. Put that up. shoe down. Anthony, put that shoe down. Here you go, son. <laughs> now, listen, you radio me if there's any trouble, okay? Just, yeah? That's also a shoe. The radio's... <laughs> That's... Oh, Hello? God. Absolute yeah. shambles. I, I, you know, I thought, I thought the way that Joel, Joel says, please don't, yeah. um, was actually quite effective. It was. Um, he doesn't want to fucking kill people, man. But he's just... He's that person that has to do it because no one else will. Like, it's just... Ugh, I feel mm. for him. I do feel for him. He's... It's annoying, that, isn't it? It's just a hot... Yeah, it's annoying. Knowing you're like yeah. at work and it's Friday and it's like we need to get the beers in because it's you know got to do the beer run for the team. I'm like oh, I can't be arsed with this because then you have to expense mm. it and stuff. So I think that is exactly the same <laughs> as what Joel's going through, where he has to kill yeah. people. Um, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's worrying about the invoicing process. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a pain in the ass. It is. Um, uh, this question might be one that you can't answer. Okay. How much is Shoot. um how much is Joel diverting from the game? Um uh, not really at all. He's he's kind of like I'd say he's on the same trajectory, uh the same path. I think because it's a show, because it's you know a show and not a game. Um in the game you're playing as Joel so <laughs> when you do certain things um, you have a reluctance of doing them yeah like when you're executing someone or something you, you, but you, you're being forced well you definitely don't you're being, yeah I don't care fuck them yeah. but um, some people do I think because we're watching it it's a completely different way to sort of see his character um, and you're not an active participant you're a voyeur and uh I think that is the only thing that's really different at this stage. His 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 character is definitely on the same path. And there is a reluctance in the game where you see these especially with the Sam and Henry stuff, you you know, see him and Henry giggle and have fun together and you see the, the old Joel, the <laughs> one that we saw yeah. out out outbreak day, you know. Uh with Sarah, you see him. Like, oh, he was a barrel of laughs then as well, wasn't he? <laughs> A <laughs> couple of hours before outbreak day, yeah. yeah? So, um, yeah, it's a good question, John. I mean, I'm, I think it's on track, is what mm. I'll say. That's not a spoiler or anything. Like, I, you know, I, I think Pedro's doing a great job. Is he as warm um, as uh, 
as Joel is in the video game at this point? At this point, Joel is still pretty... As I said, he's, he's the only reason he's warm is because Sam and Henry actually create this... They create this fun, like, group. Um, it's not fun. I mean, they still have some terrible things to do, but they have <laughs> moments where they yeah. chat and laugh. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but Joel towards Ellie at this point is the same like a bit cold towards her doesn't really mm. see her as his surrogate daughter yet um which is obviously where the story's going sign up for that, but yeah. <laughs> he definitely didn't sign up for that yeah. uh, and that is what he's trying to do no, this whole time now. is close himself off no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um you know we, we joked around about the old fella and the shoe and that but he's um he's actually Use the radio and not shoe, um, <laughs> and he has yeah, contacted Kathleen. Um, and as much to John's uh, hatred, the whole army, and they are quickly approaching with all but of their forces. To... Um, <clears throat> mad Max, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's very Mad Max. Just walk um, away. The ru- um, you've got to <laughs> come on, Len. That whole army turn. No, out. no, I agree. No, no, and I think. Obviously, the showrunners are trying to justify it by saying, "Look, we've 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 shown you in these scenes, like Kathleen was even told to forgive, but she's got a vendetta." And Perry even says to her, "We're all with you." In a previous scene, um, and I, I don't even want to talk about that scene because <laughs> it's just boring. But um, <laughs> like that scene earlier when she's in her old bedroom, they're really trying to sell it to you, like, mm. "Nah, the revolutionary area, the revolutionary army was nothing." with your brother because he affected no change with you we've overthrown Fedra we're going to follow you into the abyss mm. you know slagging Jesus off unbelievable <laughs> it kind of tries they, I know what they're trying to do they're trying to sell you however it blows my mind um, that there are that many soldiers there for uh, four people essentially mm. now what I will say in defence John is in the game and kind of in the show, Joel is slaughtering these people, right? And they're <laughs> like on a crusade to find him because you say he essentially wipes out their whole fucking army. Um, here, I don't think it's as believable, but there is a genuine reason. You know, it's not just Henry. There is this guy who's murdering them. Yeah. Um, you know, and they talk about it a lot. You overhear their dialogue like this man and little girl, like, you know, where the fuck are they? They're going to pay for what they did. Okay, fine. Um, Send 10 people then. But yeah. come on. <laughs> he kills 10 people easily, mate. He's a fucking I don't know. I mean, he animal. struggled with that little boy that was about to kill him. Fucking he hell. just needs a shoe. <clears throat> well, that's true, Brian. R.I.P. Um, the run truck's about to run Ellie over, right? And uh, Joel shoots a driver. Uh, the truck crashes into a house and explodes. Did you like that? You like that, did you? Yeah. Acceptable. Um, acceptable. Hmm. Um, fun fact, they actually built this entire neighbourhood from scratch. It's a bit bit much, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It no, look, there you go. Look, we like we built some like sustainable housing for you. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> now you can move into <laughs> this afterwards. exploded it all. No, look, you, someone could sleep under that rubble over there. See you later, Kansas. <laughs> Where's the bloater? Where's the bloater? It, you can we finished shooting. You can stay in that house now. Yeah, sorted. that's yours. Yeah, I'm giving that to you. So. 
Um, <laughs> look, I, the the <clears throat> the set piece itself, what happens there, and and everything else afterwards. Yeah, it's cool. It looks amazing, doesn't it? It does. It looks a million bucks. Yeah, literally. It wasn't. It must have cost more than a million dollars. Fucking hell. Um, I reckon it cost like ten million, probably or something stupid. Yeah, right in. Anyone that was involved in paying for that scene, if you could write in and let us know. Um, I think old Linsky was on the old on the old bunts just for turning oh, yeah. up. I think big bucks. Um, yeah, yeah look appearance good. fee. Look good. I mean, look. I mean, uh, Gaz has alluded to the whole fucking convenience of it, but oh yeah, we're going to talk about that right yeah, now. Yeah, so getting there well right now. is a car crash, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I put here cat. I put here, John. Kathleen has Henry, Sam, and Ellie pinned down, and she's finally about to get the revenge she wants. However, those infected that were forced into the tunnels spill out of the wreckage and a hole in the ground from the run truck. In a scene reminiscent of World War Z, clickers, runners, stalkers, and even a bloater emerge from the hole, and all hell breaks loose. Now, Mm. Gareth, do you want to talk about the uh, James Bond-style villainous moment of truth? It's the James, James Bond villain syndrome. Um, I although I can't I can't remember what she actually says, um, probably because it was not particularly memorable. But just holding <laughs> the gun at him I, for so long. Yeah. No, like, Mister Bond, I expect you to die. Why are you saying that? Well, no one else has written any. <laughs> well, John, John, what what she and Gaz, what what she does say is, and I actually thought it was quite effective and pays off quite well with her demise, is. All kids die, Henry. Oh, yeah. They die all the time. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's, and uh, why it's is such a your brother's life, isn't it? Yeah, worth Do, more than my there brother's. There is like the, this. None of this. None of this matters. Like she's not going to convince him. Like is no. Henry going to go? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, no, good point, good point. Um, yeah, imagine being one of the soldiers behind her going, "Fucking hell, that's a bit rough." Should you yeah. say that? Yeah, it is rough. <laughs> yeah. It is rough. Yeah, I'm not happy about this. <laughs> I'm going home. Yeah. It's... I'm starting a revolution within the Revolutionary Army. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I should have stayed Second home coup. like those guys that didn't kill Julius Caesar. That's what I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it's like um, there's, there's just, there is nothing to be gamed. Like, Henry knows why she wants to kill him. She doesn't need to explain it. She doesn't need to be like, remember my brother. And then he's like, oh, God, yeah, now I've, oh, like, just do it, man. You're so, she's so fired up and determined to get her revenge. Surely she should just, just take the opportunity while it's presented itself. I'm not even itself. sure she's that fired up, is she? Well, no. <laughs> I mean, she says, she says she is. She, oh, look, I, I am, am really fired up at the moment. I no, am. I am Honestly, furious. I, am I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I am one angry boss. So yeah, wherever you are of this army, they'd be on that um, car. <laughs> even when the trucks <laughs> falling in, like she should just turn around and kill him. I mean, oh, well, kill him first, shouldn't. and then let's see what's going on with this truck. Right? Yeah, yeah. I've put here. Perry uh, tries to take down the bloater and is ripped in half. Head ripped off. So. Mm. which is um, a nod to the game. And we'll talk about that in Clicker Corner as well. Um, it, you know, 
when you run out of ammo, just run. Yeah, don't just fucking stand there. Yeah, I like Jesus. the way that he's like, you go stand over there because this is my death scene now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is my moment my time yeah. to shine go on off you um, go <laughs> uh, Joel meanwhile uh, provides excellent sniper support clearing a path for Ellie uh, and we see what is arguably the creepiest clicker a small girl gymnast clicker mm. Ellie then goes to rescue Sam and Henry for some clickers and they rendezvous with Joel rendezvous um, <laughs> I will say that Joel's sniping is reminiscent of me on Warzone. Just deadly accurate, yeah. providing constant support mm. to you. Good for Little you, man. Yeah. See, but the thing is, yeah. that, was, that, was his, that was his job in, in that world. Yeah. Mm. And what do you mean? Essentially, what do you mean that's his job? He's Warzone. a construction worker. No, he was in the army, right? You, no, in the army Tommy was that, in the yeah. army, you dingus. <clears throat> he, was in the, he was in the army as well. We went with him, you dingus. Oh, dingo... Double dingo. Yes. Oh, it's double dingo. We've activated He's double dingo. Double dingo Finally, it's been 400 Oh, pods. we've done it. <laughs> right. We've done it. Sound the buzzer. Um, dingo out my baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, <that was> <laughs> <laughs> um, we've gone off track. But yes, you were saying, Gareth, that was his job. And I'm just a loser for a playing cretin. video games. Is that what you're saying? Correct. I mean... Yeah, it essentially is your job, except you don't get paid for it. Mm. Should do in a way. Um, Kathleen stops them as uh, they're about to escape, and Oi. for the second time, where are you going? In a in the space of five minutes, uh, is about to kill them again uh, before the creepy child clicker jumps on her. <laughs> Why is she? Just, she should just shoot him. Why is she stopping him? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just bang, 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 dead, dead, dead. Not her fault though. Again. You know, that's just no. bad writing. Like, don't put her in that scenario. Um, I thought this little girl clicker is absolutely terrifying. Mm. And like Gareth said, she's a gymnast in real life. You know what I mean? No, oh, not anymore. Um, well. <laughs> well, I don't think right. they actually killed. Oh, did the, they not? The, the, <laughs> no. It's not makeup. Is it? It must be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the game, you don't really get these child infected you know what i mean i don't know whether that was a <laughs> choice yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. quite har- yeah. harrowing but then what you play games that? like silent hill <laughs> and they've got those zombies remember those gareth and silent yes. hill terrifying um but they don't really have that here um so to see it i thought was actually very effective mm. and look you know zombie kids are always terrifying and I know they're not zombies, but I've always said zombies, <laughs> some kids, terrifying, right? Mm. Yeah, that mm. little flip into the car. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fucking hell. Mm. Um, and the fact that she kills Kathleen right after Kathleen has said, you know, kids die all the time, yeah? Yeah, well, this one did, or is sort of alive in a way, well, and is now ki- that, ripping yeah. you apart. Someone could have said that as a line. Well, now we actually, <laughs> that thing you were saying about the kids, yeah. can we just go? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the end of Kathleen. Mm. So John was John was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. Smashing his popcorn down, episode, just it? all in his beard. Mm. Just, yeah, Devastated. spitting popcorn and beer out, cheering at the telly. Yeah. 
I know what you're like. Absolute yeah. shambles of a human being. <clears throat> it's a chicken anyway, in the beard, um, even though I've not had any chicken for four days. Like, oh, yeah. what's going on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. There, yeah, go, yeah, die, yippee. Kathleen. <laughs> it reminds me of that time uh, we were recording a podcast at Christmas, mm. a Christmas special, and we were at Gaz's. And um, we were in the studio. I say studio. We were recording on top of a pool table, for fuck's <laughs> sake. And yeah. um, Gaz's uh, fiance at the time uh, was just bringing us snacks. And we just forgot we were recording, really. And yeah. we were just eating these snacks <laughs> as we recorded. Like, so what did you think of um, well, Spider-Man? Best thing about <laughs> Home Alone 2 is it's really violent. Yeah. Uh, just cracks me up thinking about that. What's anyway, the real message um, of Christmas? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone wants to hear anyone eat down a microphone. I think well, there's, up you know, there. It's quite a big community people, on YouTube, isn't it? What's it called? People Muck get paid bang, to do or, that shit. Uh, oh, that's true. That, yeah, there is. Yeah. Maybe that's our next project. And if you go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical, you can watch John eat food critical. Um, whatever you like. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh mud again. Um, Fuck's anyway. sake. <laughs> When's he going to finish yummy. that chicken? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we think everything is okay. Um, but in a quiet moment between Sam and Ellie before they go to bed, he reveals via his etch a sketch uh, that he has been bitten. She thinks. Uh, her blood might be the cure. She puts it on his bite and then promises to stay up with him. In the morning, though, as she goes to Sam, it's clear he's become infected and goes to rip her to pieces. Uh, Joel can't help as Henry holds him at gunpoint. Then Henry shoots Sam uh, and in total disbelief at what has happened, he then shoots himself in the head. Right. Mm. Jesus. Um, where to start? With this, well, um, I'll, I'll I'll start moment. us off. Um, Go on. So, I mean, obviously, he actually writes. So, so, from memory, in the game, she doesn't know he's infected, right? She just goes in in the morning, Correct. and he goes mental. Mm. Um, yeah, he keeps it to himself. Yes, yeah, he keeps it to himself. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, he he says he. If you, when you become a monster, are you still you inside? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which is, uh, I mean, that's heartbreaking. I found that more heartbreaking than the the turn and the the death, mm. to be honest. Um, yeah. Question. So she obviously goes, look, uh, I've got magical medicine blood. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now, I've heard a couple of people talk about this scene and, and they're like, well, maybe she thought it was going to work. Maybe she didn't. Yeah, I, I do think that. You think yeah. you think that she thought it was going to work? Yeah. I, I think they play into her still being a kid here. It's like a kid's view of science. She's like, oh, I'm immune. Maybe this will work. I mean, I don't think she's like 100% it's going to work, but she's like, yeah, this is going to work. You know what I mean? Like she believes she's trying. She's clinging on to some sort of hope that a kid would have. Mm. You know what but I mean? I think I think she's a bit she's a bit different. Like I get what you're saying. Child of no, the she's different, isn't it? She's yeah. She is different. She's I not... agree, but she still wants to see the best in people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if um if this Ellie would 
would would be that innocent about that. Yeah, okay. I think that Ellie in the game wouldn't do this, and I think Ellie of the show would do this. Right, that's the difference I'm distinguishing. Okay, so Gaz, are you of the opinion that she does it to comfort him more than thinking it's going to work? No, no, I'm not. I, I, I think she does it because she thinks it's going to work. But I, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is, I, th- I feel like that's a slight, a sl- really slight misstep, in my opinion, in terms of character development and writing. Yeah, I don't. It. I think she believes it's going to work, but I don't find that particularly believable from her. Mm. Yeah, I, get I that. think. I, I do get it. I, I, I do think, and I don't think she's she necessarily believes it, but I think she's starting to believe like that matrix meme um, <laughs> that uh, she's like the cure for the world. Mm. She is the second coming. They've even foreshadowed that like her bathed in sunlight in episode two, sleeping in like the fetal position. Um, there are so, there's so much imagery around her being the savior that she's starting to believe that she, she has to believe that her life means something. Mm. Uh, and that's a theme that runs throughout the season and the show and whatever, the game. Um, and I think this is a nod to that. And it it checks her a bit. She's like, what the fuck? It didn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> so the bit in the morning where she wakes up. Yep. I mean, are we supposed to believe that she would wake up, look at him, and not be slightly concerned that he's sitting upright at the end of the bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, horror movie trope. I mean, it's weird though, isn't it? i tell you what's a weird situation. Because he's deaf, he doesn't hear her, mm. right? It must be a, a weird um, perspective for an infected that can't hear, right? So it adds that extra dimension to it. So the fact that he's sitting on the edge of the bed might actually seem quite normal. But because he's deaf... You know what I mean? It's only when she approaches him mm. that he goes ballistic. But so the I, fact I, he's sitting there on the bed in like, in like a stasis position, I, I I think does seem quite normal and something that an infected like, wouldn't do. An infected an infected wouldn't sit on the bed. No, he just <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows? Put your feet up. Depends. Knackered. Chill out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if I even considered that point that he he would still be deaf as an infected. Yeah. Would that be the case with someone that's yeah. blind if they're infected? Well, there is a theory, uh, and it has been discussed, that, and we talked about it with Nana uh, mm. in the first episode, that the cordyceps virus actually fixes um, potential ailments. Now, obviously didn't fix his hearing yet. Well, it might have done. Um, it, it might have done, yeah. I mean, but that's interesting. It's an interesting concept about this cordyceps virus. Anyway... But yeah, I, I I think he is deaf um, in this. I think um, the, whole, the the whole point of that scene turned. is obviously for the jump scare moment, anyway. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's very effective. I you know I think it's very effective. And then obviously what happens uh, next? You know, I thought the the kids chatting via the etch sketch um, and Ellie revealing that she's scared of ending up alone. Mm. Um, such a beautiful little. Um, moment between them and the etch sketch is just like or the magic pad or whatever you call it is um <laughs> just such yeah. a fantastic storytelling device mm. mm-hmm. um it, re- it really elevates those conversations elevates um 
Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, what about the? He's missed it, hasn't he? What, what's <laughs> yeah. what's Sam? <laughs> yeah, did miss it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's uh, Henry doing here? Like you know, shooting at the ground as Joel's going to do he's, something. Well, he's and panicking. He's sort of, he doesn't. He's he's panicking. Yeah, he's in full panic mode. But I will also say, the way he uses the, like when he shoots Sam, that's a good shot. Like really good. I shot. literally thought the same thing. <clears throat> yeah, mm. I feel like maybe he's. I mean, he's a little more familiar with guns than he made out. Wow, unbelievable shot in that sort of struggle. Call of Duty headshot. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the squad, Henry. On the Game Boy. <laughs> he's only played the Game Boy version, so yeah. yeah. Um, Why have you not showed your little brother outlook. that you got a Game Boy? No, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> he's got crayons. <laughs> he can have these crayons, all right? The Game Boy's mine. Yeah, yeah. You've got loads of crayons as well. Don't, don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it was uh, a, a, a very good shot. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it's it's devastating, right? I thought Pedro Pascal was great at this point as well. I think they all are. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's one of those scenes where you're like, why am I watching this fucking show? Honestly, it's just so depressing. I know. Um, I know. And you know me, I normally I, I like that sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, bleak. You're a bleak human being. Yeah. Aren't you? Bleaky Bill, for any Aussies that are listening. <laughs> um, yeah. No, you're John, no pun, no fun. Yeah. That's I know, but that TV show's not getting any viewers. Um, yeah. I oh, should watch it. It's this guy who doesn't do any puns or have <laughs> any fun at all. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Just got renewed for season two. Just check it Apparently out. Jay Bone's going to be in it. Um, yeah, so just a, a very depressing end to to that sequence, and um, look, as you say, but this is the this is what confuses me is that the writing is so good when it focuses on creating depth to these characters in like forty minutes, and they've already done it in you know three other episodes. That it confuses yeah. me that they that that group is such a misstep. It almost feels like they were added in last minute or something. Like It's weird. Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, I thought Henry's, um, you know, what did I do? What did I do when yeah. he's saying all that shit? I was just, it's just, it's just so good. So believable. And the moment <laughs> where he shoots himself, and you hear Joel go, Henry, no, like that. Like, you know what I mean? And you see Bella Ramsey and Ellie just scream and you're just focusing on her face. It's honestly, it's making me like get goosebumps in a bad way right now. Like how horrible it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's just fucking just a abys- just abysmal situation. And um, I, we'll talk about differences in the game. But here we um, <clears throat> we actually get to see the aftermath of... Um, that and we see Joel and Ellie digging graves. Ellie leaves Sam's etch a sketch on his grave with the words "I'm sorry." Um, uh, she and Joel begin the long walk back to Wy- uh, back to Wyoming. The long walk to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um, so the "I'm sorry" thing—that set me off again. I was just such a. Yeah. I know. I was such a state, and then I she put that. I was like, "Oh God, what?" A... It made me kind of think. Just it's so well written, like you just said, John, because they've you know they've made the etch a sketch like this plot device, and then they've put it on his grave with the words "I'm sorry." I was like, 
when they must have done that, they must have the show must have like, they asked pretty good, isn't it? It's pretty effective. You know what I mean? It's not um, an accident, is it? Imagine someone's like, Oh, do you know what we could do? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not an accident. Yeah. But I just thought it was fantastic. I just thought it was fantastic and heartbreaking. And um what do you reckon to this, uh, boys, that Joel's literally witnessed a father sort of a de facto father, you know, son or daughter relationship die right in front of him. Mm. Uh, and he sort of, what's that look towards Ellie at the end of the episode? Is is that he's getting too close to Ellie? Or is that like, oh no, we're, bon- we're more like no, he's, father He's about to call her cargo head before. again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cargo head, hold up. Yeah, you're going the wrong way. Grave. God, and you've left your Etch-a-Sketch here. No, read it. Do you want to keep this or... Any game, yeah. boy. No? Yeah. I'm having um, no, We're never going to make it in time. Let me just... Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, I... Yeah, I mean, he is getting closer. I guess uh, the 20 minutes of TV before that, the strain on his face when he thinks he's he's watching her about to die when he's constantly sniping... You know, yeah. not zombies, but you know, mental guys. Um, yeah. And infected. And then obviously that desperation when he thinks that um, he's going to lose her in in the house with um, with Sam and and Henry. So yeah, he's. I mean, he's. <clears throat> he almost looks like he's. It's it's that inevitable. You know, he he clearly doesn't want to get close because he doesn't want to get hurt again. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I think that's going to play into next week's episode. So we'll see how we go uh, with that episode six titled Kin, by the way. So that's a little uh, spoiler. All right. And that brings us to the end of the scene by scene breakdown. Uh, now, before we jump into the patented clicker corner section, we have to say goodbye uh, to one of our survivors. <laughs> uh, I've just left an etch-a-sketch on his grave <laughs> with the words we, we, we tried yeah? yeah we tried gareth that's what we, that's, mm. that's what we did mm. with you i mean um, i think i'm going on so a rest in peace run. i'm not dead rest in oh, peace back next week um with with food so me and john right. are gonna go on a lovely adventure now and let's be so. honest if the three of us were trapped who is going to be the best option for a supply run 100 percent, it'll be me in and out they, they they look at you, they already think you're infected, <laughs> in a way. That is what we call him. He's so sick all the time that he's just, they're like, I don't want to go near him. Yeah. No, that's in and out, boy. He's in and out in a jiffy. <laughs> that's his superpower, is it? In and out. In and out. In and out Speed. quickly. Speed. That's yeah. what I'm yes. famed for. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah definitely. So. All right then, Gareth, right. Um, we're, we're walking away from your grave now. Goodbye. Bye-bye. I look forward to hearing all of our... All of, all of our um, correspondence um, when I listen back to this. So You're going to get slagged yeah. off, mate. Uh, you definitely. Know it, so that's you, why you run yeah. Definitely. That's one of my favourite bits. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah. All right, mate. In a bit. All right. Now it's time to jump into Clicker Corner. All right, John. No Gareth now. No. Thank dead. God for that. Fuck him. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Nah, joking, but seriously. Um, 
first up, let's talk about Henry and Sam. So Henry and Sam in the game are much more capable than they are in the show. They were a part of a group that is essentially hunted down by this group of revolutionaries or hunters, as they're called in the game. Um, Henry can actually handle himself pretty well, as can Sam. Now, obviously, in the show, they gave them a much more compelling narrative. But in essence, uh, the character is the same. And that gut gut punch uh, hits just as hard uh, in the game. Mm. Let's talk about something we didn't really get to touch on in the main notes, which was something we say at the end of every podcast, which is endure and survive. And that is Savage Starlight. And we finally see Savage Starlight, um, a comic that Ellie loves in the game and is one of the main collectibles that you sort of track down. It tells the story of Dr. Daniela Starr, who can travel faster than the speed of light. Uh, And she's got her classic catchphrase to the edge of the universe and back endure and survive in the second game there are even more savage starlight collectibles uh, and when you find one in the first game it's usually followed by joel saying hey ellie i found another one of those comics you like, <laughs> like yeah where's he from do you like that impression <laughs> i don't really know <laughs> but that was my impression of joel i really wish i could do impressions it uh, makes so my podcast I. game honestly make this so podcast much stronger better. yeah it would, it, it genuinely would make my podcast game so much stronger, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, uh, Ish and the Classroom. Now, this is arguably my favourite uh, clicker corner comment of the season, John. So get ready Good, for this. Yeah. Now, Ish is a character that you never really see in the game. But as you make your way out of Pittsburgh, which is Kansas in the show, you track sort of what happened to him and his family or clan of survivors Uh, not really his family, but a clan of survivors, through notes and environmental storytelling. So when you first, uh, what you first see is a boat crashed on the beach. um, And you sort of see that he basically, uh, when outbreak day happened, he went out to sea and started to live just out at sea, away from all the fucking chaos. Mm. But then he ran out of supplies, right? So he moors the boat and he heads into the sewer system under Pittsburgh. He makes a sort of, um, safe house and then when he goes to loot for supplies in the nearby suburbs he finds um, survivors and he says look okay you can come down and stay in the sewers with me they build this classroom they have teachers they have a little society going on down there and then what happens is um, someone doesn't follow the rules you actually see the, the board there's mm. house rules yeah. on the board when you go into the and, and someone doesn't follow them and infected gets in and essentially what happens is this siege within the safe house. And uh, the teachers like basically lock themselves in a room, defending themselves from the infected, and execute all the children because Jesus. Uh, they don't want them to, to get infected and turn. Ish escapes the safe house and hides out in a nearby suburb before he is eventually killed as well. Um, Danny and Isha, the protectors you see on the poster of the classroom. And that whole segment has such a... It's just what The Last of Us does fantastically well, which is build a story for you just going through an environment and it's very creepy and you see like graffiti on the wall and you see these notes and you read them and you see the bodies and you just... You're killing infected in that area and you later learn that the infected were like the teachers mm. and, you know, whatever... It's just, it's just a brutal segment of the game, mm. and I, I, I'm one of my favourite parts. Um, yeah, sick and, in the head. Uh, it's a really cool little Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, like that. 
That's very good story, though, isn't it? Very good. Yeah, I mean, very depressing. Obviously, again, very fucking depressing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we see the bloater, John, um, the most advanced stage of the infected. Yep. Big fella, Unless, of course, we talk about. Yeah, we could talk about something called the Rat King, but I don't want to spoil too Ooh. much from season two, okay, or potentially season three. Um, the bloater is terrifying and takes multiple molotovs, uh, nail bombs, and ammo to kill. They throw spore bombs and charge at you uh, like a bull, like we saw at the show with Perry. Mm. It had the trademark execution, uh, which is if you die to the bloater in the game, it essentially it's a one shot kill. If it gets you, you're dead. Um, it basically puts its hands inside your mouth and rips your jaw and head apart. <laughs> um, yeah essentially it's fucking grim and uh they kept it and that is how perry dies um which is just you know gory as and like we talked about the brutality in this episode is is high you know fucking hell yeah um but yeah what a iconic death from the games yeah look very good um, so i'm glad they kept that in. um uh do you think we're gonna see another bloater this season no no. No way. I think it's one of those things that even in the game, when you see them again in the future, you're kind of a bit fatigued by them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's, oh, not one of these again. It's, um, I don't see the value in seeing another one, to be honest with you. I think, like I mentioned, the Rat King briefly, I think that's going to be uh, important in season two um, or three, because we know that Last of Us Part Two is going to essentially span two seasons minimum um because it's a much much bigger story um so yeah i don't i think it would be cheap to see it again personally yeah we'll see enough. sam has a toy in the game there's a toy robot that he sees in a toy store and he tries to take it and henry tells him no uh they have this motto henry and sam in the game only take what you need yeah uh sam puts the toy back and ellie actually secretly stashes it and she goes to give it to him um, later in the game, actually the night that he turns. Um, and then you end up having this little toy in Ellie's backpack uh, for the entire game. Mm. And she says how she should have left it at his grave. So obviously the Etch-A-Sketch has sort of replaced the toy. Yeah. Uh, but you have this marker uh, of Sam that you carry right with you throughout the whole game, which is a nice reminder mm. um, in a way. And of course, we've got to talk about the end of the episode. So, in the game, in the game, like you mentioned, John, actually, Sam uh, doesn't show Ellie his bite. You know, she just wakes up and finds him infected, and then he tries to kill her. Here, as he's younger in the show, he's like uh, looking up to her, so he looks to her for advice. And I thought it was a nice touch that he actually showed her uh, the bite and mm. sort of was like, "Can you help me out?" Because. Um, the game is structured in seasons. As soon as Henry shoots himself in the head, it cuts to black and you've got like five seconds of black and then it fades up. It's a whole new season. It's like autumn, I think. And um, yeah, you just, you just, the characters have obviously progressed like months mm. and uh, you, you just, they're sort of not really talking about it and they do mention it every now and then. But here you, you actually deal with the aftermath of what happened with the graves and that. And I thought that was particularly tough to watch yeah. and was nice to see it. I don't think, although the seasons things works really well in the game, and I think it would have worked really well if it was a film, 
and you cut it up that way. I think when you've got the TV show of this, they have to show the aftermath, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, they still do that, like, hard cut. Um, yeah. But obviously it doesn't jump forward as as, as far. Um, yeah, no, it's a, a, an interesting change. Uh, I think they, they've obviously made a, a concerted decision there to change up the narrative anyway, given that you've got, um, you know, that he does tell her in the show that he's infected versus... You know, you you could argue that it's a bit selfish of him to get bitten and then say nothing and just hide away in his room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that hope, though, isn't it, with kids? You know, it what might I mean? be all right. He doesn't really. <laughs> it might be all right. Yeah. Um, and that's it for Clicker Corner this week. Obviously, uh, loads of similarities, so a few differences, but um, it's awesome how close. They're staying to the game. Mm. And what else is awesome is uh, you guys writing in, letting us know your thoughts and feedback. You can write into us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we have some uh, lovely notes uh, from some lovely listeners. Good. First up, uh, Sam Edelstein um, has said, Team, good clicker corner content material here. And he has picked up on something that you mentioned earlier in the podcast, John, which is the bearded militia man Perry was actually the actor who played Tommy mm. in the games. Yep. And uh, like you said, is that the only reason he's got a job on this show? Yes. Maybe. But I actually really thought he was effective. Yeah, was and right. I like his bearded uh, uh, sort of Southwest accent yeah. vibes. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and I like Tommy in the games and I like Tommy in the show. So Tommy is a fantastic character. And maybe, maybe we'll see him next week. Um, Seven Ketzer, lovely patron, has been in touch and has said, uh, just for a bit of fun... Um, because you're British and that. Here's how my brain imagines you guys look uh, based on your voices. Now, as this is a podcast, I can't necessarily uh, show you, dear listeners, what these mm. these characters are. Yeah. One of them is um, <laughs> uh, from Peep Show, Jez. Jez, okay. <laughs> Basically, one of us looks like Jez. Right. I think that's pretty accurate, to be honest with you. Uh, one of us looks like... Uh, Caesar from Rome. Oh yeah, that's that's a good one. <laughs> and the other one looks like Mr. Ratburn from Arthur. Just Google these listeners, and uh, you'll see. And that is essentially he is. It's Arthur. It's Arthur. So I'm going to say that that's one's Gareth. You know, he's he's basically a little animated uh, character. John's like now. Oh, you furiously. mean the? Sorry, right? Yeah, you mean the the cartoon Arthur? Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, right, not Arthur okay. like sorry, the. Yeah. Knights of the Realm, Arthur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the cartoon. No, no, no. Arthur, I, was, I was thinking of, uh, of the film, but no, okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I would say that's pretty accurate, to be honest. I'm probably the most like um, Jez, to be honest. Um, not in like character and that, but like looks wise. Yeah, maybe. Do you reckon? I mean, look at fucking Mr. Ratburn. Like, I mean, he could be you, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say Gaz is... Uh, Mr. Look at the state of him. I'm going to say Gaz is Mr. Ratburn. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, he's a teacher. Um, so. There you go. Yeah, he is a teacher. That's, that was part of my reasoning. Thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that. That did make me chuckle. Bob Johnson's been in touch and said, uh, Hello, great podcast as usual. To further the Philadelphia slash Kansas City topic, <laughs> the former Eagles coach... He's the current Chiefs coach. Oh, there you go. What do you reckon to that? Yeah. Just... It is, of course, Super Bowl Sunday. Mm. 
Um, and we are, of course, talking about the fact that Pittsburgh was changed to Kansas. And Kansas City Chiefs are playing Pittsburgh right now in the Super Bowl as we record this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and now you're telling me that the Eagles coach is now the Chiefs coach? There's too many links here, John. Too many. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, I imagine that's all they're talking about in the build-up to the Super Bowl. Is the crossovers yeah, that's, with the last in the of press them. presses? That's what they're asking. Hundred percent. Thanks, Bob. That is a fantastic little tidbit. And uh, if you're watching the Super Bowl right now, I hope your team is doing very well. I hope they're having a great time. Okay. <laughs> and I hope you have a great time. And then when you're done with the Super Bowl, listen to this. Yeah. Hopefully they both win. Yeah. Thank you. Hopefully they both. Yeah. Win. Everyone's a winner. Yeah? yeah. Do you know who's the real winner in Super Bowl Sunday? The adverts. Mm. They're the real winner. Yeah. Be watching Bloody those love, trailers. I love later. that. Yeah, I love that. I love like just looking at all the trailers. <laughs> so much fun. Anyway, uh, that's it. It's been a very, very long podcast. That is our deep dive on episode five of The Last of Us titled Endure and Survive. We want to know your thoughts, theories, likes, dislikes on the show. So email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com and your email right be read out just like those we just did on the podcast. Mm. We've gone very long, uh, so sorry we couldn't do more. Uh, we'll try and get on to the next week. That's fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. If people could, could be so kind as to subscribe, share and spread the word of the podcast, that would be amazing. Uh, you can go even further and leave us a review. Some of the reviews have been absolutely fantastic. The guy who gave us one star or girl, fuck off, yeah? Um, <laughs> and uh, you can join our Patreon and give us some money if I go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical, get access to bonus content and become part of our fantastic community and give us delicious monies. Uh, yeah. Thanks to John. Cheers, mate. Uh, for being with me. Mm, all um, the way. Didn't pull as out. we rest. Yeah. yeah. Good one. As we uh, rest the etch a sketch on Gareth's grave and walk away, uh, we refuse to look back. And this podcast is now a two man podcast for the foreseeable future. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's all remember the uh wise words of savage starlight endure and survive everybody and we will see you next week for episode six bye bye, bye.